This is Hallway Chats, where we meet people who use WordPress. We ask questions, and our guests share their stories, ideas, and perspectives. And now the conversation begins. This is episode 134. Welcome to Hallway Chats. I'm Liam Dempsey. And I'm Tara Clays. Today we're joined by Kaylin White. Kaylin is the growth manager at GoWP. She's a marketer and an artist who shares her art on cbcinked.com. Welcome, Kaylin. We're glad to have you today. Thanks so much. I'm so excited to be here. We're excited for you to be here, Kaylin. Thanks for joining us. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, please? Absolutely. Uh, I am so excited to connect with you guys on this. Uh, I am uh, with GoWP, like she mentioned, in growth marketing. Uh, It's been my world for, (laughs) I don't know, years, uh, 12 plus now makes me sound a little little ancient. I'm originally from Michigan, but I'm here now uh, near Atlanta, Georgia. I've been here for quite some time, uh, 10 plus years. And I am a huge fan of WordPress uh, as of, I think it's been almost four or five years now in the space. So one of my favorite things to do is connect with people like you. So I'm excited to, to kind of dig into this. Uh, Tara and I met on the GoWP Niche Agency Owners Facebook group. Uh, she's part of the GoWP world. And then I got a chance to connect with Liam. So uh, yeah, I'm excited to, to talk to you guys today. And I like right. your mug. <laughs> <laughs> We're happy to have you here. Um, can you tell me, tell us what growth marketing is? What is yes. that? It's a new term. Do you like it? I do. I I mean, I think marketing is about growth. So I'm wondering if it's, is it redundant or what's it? I'm sure it's not. So tell us what it is. It's a hybrid term, actually. So it's a hybrid term. I don't know if you realize this, but the the word sales is starting to leave the vocabulary of of kind of selling. (laughs) So it's a hybrid term for sales and marketing. So it's a two-part role, which is kind of my favorite part is you get to do the digital marketing like content and social media and networking and partnerships like this. And then you get to help those leads that come in and help answer the questions and jump on calls with them and have a chance to explain how we can help their agencies grow. We actually do a lot of calls with people that are just starting out and they are growing beyond their capacity. So it's kind of fun to hear each agency owner's story. So you've got the sales and the marketing side in one, and then um, really they just created the term growth for for all things growing. (laughs) We want all avenues growing. So marketing and sales and, and happy customers. So I, th- I, I actually really like the term. It's been, I think, a year or two since they kind of transitioned from the sales and marketing manager, which is what I've been, or a, just a marketing manager or sales team lead. So growth is, a, is a definitely an all-encompassing you know, sort of term for it. So I like it. Is it replacing sales? I mean, is it... An, is it- I don't think so. I think it's just transitioning the way that you sell. Um, For instance, you know, the way that I kind of think of it is, you know, you don't really pitch yourself any longer. You don't really go, it's not the sort of that door-to-door salesman style sales technique any longer. It's about connection and humans to human interaction, Uh, being real and understanding kind of how they think. I think it's not about sort of the cold call any longer. 
So that kind of sales mentality is sort of just not the way it, the growth side does things. You know, the one of the things I love about GoToVP is they're always like, you know, you don't have to, you know, sell them what you're what you're selling. Just, you know, explain how we can help. And if it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. But it's so nice to walk into each call that we have with an agency owner and just say, you know, let's take that off your plate for you. And you get to go out and do the things that you love. And so we've met a lot of great people along the way. Um, but yeah, that technique is a little transitioned. Um, you know, it's more about educating people, right? Instead of this is what we do. This is what we do. This is what we do. I'm selling. It's more so just, Hey, you know, we're, we're, we're putting out helpful content. We're educating you on how to, to do things. And hopefully these free resources will help you, you know, kind of do what you want to do. Um, for instance, just like you guys, you know, owning businesses and working and sending out uh, work. That's amazing. That's exactly why we do what we do. So, and I love it. I love my role. I've been doing it for so long. Uh, it's evolved so much and it's exciting. Um, I actually love the, the, the avenue that it's taking online and, and in the social world, which is why I love the WordPress community because they're so awesome online. So anyway, that's, that's yeah, I, I like the idea of, of, of growth marketing because really sales at its most efficient is about solving problems, right? Solving customers' problems. And if they don't have a problem that my business or your business, Terra, or GoWP can solve, then we can still support them and be friendly and, and have a relationship. But there's no point trying to sell them circle screws for square holes. It just it's not going to work. They're not going to be happy. We're not going to be happy trying to right. explain to them how to get the screws into that square exactly. hole. So I really like that idea. Yeah. I think and, and then the other half of it is that if it doesn't work out client, you know, relationship, there's definitely 99% of the time, there's other ways that you can support them, promote them. You know, we're, I'm in the big in the content world. So writing blogs, featuring, you know, and then of course, like our fun Facebook groups, stuff like that. It's, it's been a nice, uh, balance between the two sort of partnerships and, and client relationships. So that's been fun. Yeah. And I think it takes the pressure off sales, not yeah. only to hit targets, although targets are important, right? If we don't have enough sales, we don't pay people, but also just the, Oh, crikey, she's calling. That's going to be a sales call. Yes. And if it's just a, is this a good fit? Then it's, well, what are you going to charge me for that? How does that work with what I'm doing? Do I want to pay that? Do I think there's value there? And we can talk candidly about it. And yeah. it just makes it a lot more transparent and less pressure. Absolutely. So I, I, I applaud uh, your, you and your colleagues for taking that route. It's certainly one that I, I use in my own business. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. It's a, I, co I coined it the human centric approach. Like, I don't, I don't even know if that's a word. Uh, if it is, I might've made it up, made it up, but um, you know, we've been talking a lot in the Facebook group about, you know, profits and, and, and how to just, you know, help people. And Chris Lemma mentioned, you know, if you have to pitch, if you have to pitch the sale, it, you've already lost it. So if you're on a call with someone and it's someone that's really, truly interested, you're basically just walking through the technical details, seeing if it works, if you work well, you know, so, uh, that's, that's a great way to look at it. So. 
Yeah, I really like that. And you know what? As we're, as we're talking all about this, I realize that I don't have a very firm grasp on what GoWP does. Oh, we're not a sales show, but maybe you can give us, you know, a 30 second, one minute overview of what actually <laughs> the firm does, what the company does. Uh, I know a little bit about uh, GoWP. <laughs> I'm happy to, happy to help. Um, we, we provide a white label WordPress services. Basically, our motto is we just want to help grow agencies. Um, things that they don't want to do. Website maintenance, content edits. Uh, we just offered our, our new page build service, which is really exciting and very popular, building out landing pages. Um, and the thing I love about the team is that they're super communicative. Like, I've never been with a team so much that just communicates about whatever it may be. You know, like, we need to help this guy. We, gotta, we have a new client or we want to, you know, send out mugs or whatever it is uh, to make customers happy. The team itself, this is why it works so well, is because they have such great communication. So, so that's what we do. And um, our team is uh, growing by the day. We've got um, new hires, I think one this week and one last week. So that's really exciting to me. Of course, I love all things growth. So uh, that helps, but um, that's what we do. Yeah. And um, Emily, our director of growth, uh, runs the Niche Agency Owners Facebook group, which is taking off as well. We have a lot of, of great members there. Um, and I think where else are we? I think that's that's kind of where we're at. And uh, and that's what we do. So how many people are at GoWP now? Total. So whew, I think we're almost at 15 you know, somewhere around there. Yeah. It's growing every day. So yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Let's, um, let's take a step backward and talk about your path and, and your background and how you ended up doing what you're doing, both well, in WordPress and in marketing and, and go WP. That is about a three hour phone call. So <laughs> okay, give us the short I'm version. Just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. My adventure is long, uh, has had many different paths. Uh, you know, I'm sort of a, a, a hobbit when it comes to adventuring. Um, but basically, what happened was I became, my, I'm from a family of artists. You know, my, my mom was an art teacher. My dad wrote for, you know, all these, all these different publish, publications. And so art is in our family. And with art comes creativity and comes selling online and comes learning about marketing and learning about sales. And so it naturally kind of just drove me to that. And about 10 years ago, I opened my own WordPress site on my own with my own little knowledge, which was none at that time, uh, and created CBC Inked. And I create uh, positive affirmations for daily wellness. So they're basically drawings of positive ways to start your day. And um, that kind of evolved and um, brought me more to the digital marketing side where I kind of kicked off um, this journey of content marketing and social media marketing. Um, and all along that path, it was various companies, but all along that path, WordPress was sort of there. It always was a part of kind of what I did and, and you know, what I shared and things like that. But um, the types of roles that I've had have all been wonderful roles and blessed to have worked with the people that I have. Honestly, each role has taught me something that brought me to where I am. So I love that. And I love the people that I've, been, I've worked with. 
Um, but I had a, you know, the chance to to kind of transition into software maybe about five or six years ago. And I, you pro- you don't know this about me, but I am a huge nerd when it comes to learning new software, you know, learning a new skill or trade online, like learning integrations and all that fun data. And so um, I started to kind of certify myself, like get into WordPress myself and teach myself and take the courses. Uh, I got content marketing certified with HubSpot, which was a journey over three or four years. So very uh, fun for me along the way. And then, um, you know, I was able to sort of mesh the two together with GoWP. It was, you know, I went to a few WordCamps. I met Brad. Uh, we, uh, you know, we talked about all these different ways that we were growing and um, I loved the way that the team worked. Uh, and so um, the stars aligned and and here we are, but it was funny. I was <laughs> telling, uh, uh, you know, in the Facebook group about, I basically approached Brad and I was like, I love what you guys are doing here. I, I would love to join the team. Like I didn't go through any of the <laughs> application process the way you're supposed to do it. I didn't do, do any of that right. And they basically created a role because they were growing so much and they needed help with, with uh, both marketing and sales. And so I thought that was really kind of amazing um, to sort of fit in there. Um, but that's kind of been uh, my journey. Um, so I get to to paint and draw on the weekends and I get to play with WordPress and help agencies grow on the weekdays. So, and somewhere in there, I fit playing with my dog and going outside and, you know, (laughs) watching fun stuff. So that's sort of in my path. There's much more in there, the ups and the downs, but like I said, that's a that's a three hour podcast. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a um, background before coming to WordPress in some, in artistic stuff as well and, um, and marketing too. But so, um, do you enjoy the, I guess like the coding and that type of thing with, with WordPress, you say you like digging into technology and tools. And I find sometimes artists are very hesitant to get into the technical stuff. And so um, they leave that to others. And me as an artistic minded person, I actually really love, like I just love CSS and, yeah. and using that to change the way things look. So talk a little bit about the marriage of those two ideas. That's so funny. Yeah, I um, I agree with you. It is it evolved for me. At first I was very like, oh, this, I don't understand this, right? It's like the matrix. And then once you start to kind of grasp, you know, the small things and it starts to make sense, I think that's what I like. It's like a puzzle. You know, I'm a big gamer. My husband and I are big video gamers. And the thing I love about playing video games is solving the puzzle. And so I think that's why, you know, it's like you look at something and you're like, I want to figure out how this works and I want to do it myself without looking at it. So it's, it's been a, it's been an interesting journey. I am nowhere near like even medium expertise. I am just starting out in the code world. Like I can read some HTML and I can do, I can understand what people are sort of you know, saying and, and, and manipulate it a bit, but that's sort of on my bucket list to, you know, get better and better at. Um, I also love learning new software, like, you know, you know, the tools that I use for productivity and marketing every day, like that is, saves me minutes. Any, anytime I can, you know, cut time off my day by loopholes and hotkeys, I'm all about that. So those are fun things to do too, but I am like you in my technical brain. (laughs) There must be a certain creativity evolving. (laughs) Yeah. And I'll save Tara the effort. Can you talk a little bit about the tools and the tips that you use, the tricks that you use? Because she's a big uh, 
tools guru and thank you Liam (laughs) you're gonna regret getting us started down that path right I was I'm compiling a list of them right now because honestly they've saved me oh my gosh you know so much time um so 100% the ones that I use every single day um are text expander is, um, are you familiar with it? It's um, an amazing tool. Love the company too. Met them at a WordCamp. Fantastic. Um, I use, we use Notion is a piece of software for internal GoToWP, uh, complete organizational tool. You can c- collaborate, communicate, have like whiteboard sessions with like Miro boards. It's truly amazing. Um, obviously the small graphics things that I use, um, you know, to me, my calendar and my integrations from whether it be an email or whatever it needs to be, if it's, if it doesn't go in my calendar, it doesn't happen in my life. So I take the time to filter through my Gmail messages with all of the things in the different avenues. So they all have their own folders. They all have their own kind of reminders and tasks associated. And I don't know if you know this, but there's a new task feature on Macs that you can set up for your day, kind of like those reminders that go off on your computer. I know they can be annoying, but they save your life sometimes, you know? Um, so calendars for sure. Um, and the software, other software that I use, honestly, we, we do a lot of Buffer. Buffer saves me so much time with social media automation and Canva is our quick and easy branding you know, kind of graphics tool. Those are sort of the ones that are quick and easy, but that text expander saves me a lot because we do a lot of repeat typing throughout the day. Social posts and like landing pages and we going back and forth in the WordPress admin panel. So much, much uh, appreciative of their company. So, and I'm sure that there are others. I was actually thinking of putting together a blog post on the, all the productivity tools. We just did a webinar or a workshop um, with James Rose from Content Snare. And I was furiously writing notes because he was uh, recommending so many good ones. So yeah, he has a lot of good ones. I'll share that with you guys for sure. Thanks. Yeah. I have a website where I have a list of all the tools and I used to use text expander, but then um, I'm also a Mac user. And then I was already using Alfred and Alfred added snippets, which are like text expander. So then I didn't have to have two tools because Alfred is also amazing if you don't know that. It's like is it a, a free tool or do you pay for it, but it's not that much. It's, I don't know, it's right. less than $100 a year. Uh, yeah. But it's it has snippets in it, but it also does other things. I don't even scratch the surface of what all it does. Um, it saves you so, so much time. It does, yes. I know when you're on another device that doesn't have it, uh, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, just to type my email address, I just have to type three letters and it pops in, that type of stuff. You, you realize how spoiled you are. Very true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we ask our guests about success, Kaylin, and how they define it and what it means to them. Can you talk to us a little bit about your definition of success? Sure. So, oh, big word. It's a big, big term. I don't even know if I've hit it yet. Um, I'll let you know when I do, uh, because I kind of think it's an everyday, you know, sort of uh, every day it's different. Like your definition of success is, is different every day. I think you evolve with it. Um, for me, a successful day goal, you know, whether that be now or in the future is, you know, did I put my best effort in to make it happen? 
You know, did I just talk about it or did I actually do it? Did I actually put those tasks in action? Did I actually schedule the call? Did I actually, you know, publish the post? Did I actually sell the piece? Whatever it means to me, did I actually do it or did I just talk about it and then didn't do it? <laughs> so to me, you know, every day it's getting things done. My, I have these, you know, my sticky notes are always full with tasks. And I, I don't know if you guys do this. You probably don't. And it's a super nerd alert. I make little boxes around next to my task list. Um, and I literally physically check them off. Yeah. I, I physically have to check them off in my brain. There's something that's like, yeah, you know, just a little celebration of those wins. So that's kind of success to me is like, okay, every day you put your all in, you either talked about it or you did it. So that's, that's, that's what I've been working on. Um, so. Yeah, I like that. So in a, in a world of lists and checklists and success being really getting through that to-do list or being reasonable, how do you deal with when uh, you, you didn't, in your definition, win and, you know, maybe you did slack off and not because you're tired or you're exhausted or there's a family, something else, but you... You just, you know, on, on a scale of one to 10, you pulled a six and I'm not pointing at you in a negative way. I, right, I, right. I do the same. How do you, how do you cope with that? What's, what's your, what's your list kind of look like? What does that mean for Kaylin? What a great question. And that's every day, probably. I mean, do you really, you know, you know, check everything off every single day? No, but realistically you made an attempt. Um, for me, I, attempt it as the Pomodoro technique. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Pomodoro journal. Okay. Right. So it's basically one page. You literally only can put five things on there. My problem, and I know this about myself, is that I put 95 things on my list per day instead of the five Pomodoro technique that you're supposed to. So I then have a secondary list over here. These are the ones that you have to get done today. And then you have your other big, big worldly list. I can't tell you how much stock I have in sticky notes. I have literally have an entire cartridge there, but that's the way that I do it is like, all right, I wake up. I'm like, all right, I dial down my big list into my little list, <laughs> get it down to the five. And if I haven't checked off the five, I'm just being lazy at that point. At that point, I got to kick it up into gear. Um, and every day at the end of that day, you can't get mad at yourself if you haven't done it. That was, that took me years to do, especially working remotely that took me years to say, oh my gosh, I haven't done with my list. I'm going to have to work through dinner. I'm going to have to work this weekend. I, you know, all of that. You can't really do that. You need to be able to manage what you have on the short list, unplug, understand that it's going to get done and kind of move forward. That's been a work in progress for sure. But, um, you know, so. Yeah, I can relate to all of that. So were you already working remotely? Um, before before COVID happened. Yeah. I was for about five years now, which I feel very blessed and very lucky to have, have that. I feel very grateful to have still had work during that time. And it felt not that unnatural, you know? Yeah. It's um, not that different. So your productivity approach hasn't changed because of uh, the shutdown. Well, it's been harder to focus and harder to do it, but these connections are literally, I, I don't know, Leon, I might have told you this already, but these are what kind of kept me going because it was like, we started the happiness hour and we got to connect and I got to get on Michelle's uh, WP Coffee Talk podcast. It was just so like, 
that productivity, you know, that being able to connect with people at that time, I think literally was what, what kind of got me through on a, on a productive level for sure. So that sort of focus and help. I don't know if you guys experienced the same thing, but you kind of get swept away in it and, you know, reconnecting with people online has been a lifesaver. Yeah, I found, um, we were saying before this, that I, I kind of now just tune out all the Zoom stuff because there's so many. And so I can't even put them all on my schedule because I just, it's just too much. So I find I've actually been doing less of the sort of group things on Zoom. But what's interesting from a personal standpoint for me is I found that I've been reaching out to longtime connections and I've read this too. It's like a, it's like a nostalgia or a comfort or something to center yourself in who you are in your history. So reaching out to college friends and high school friends and that type of thing um, has been more of my focus on connection than actually uh, WordPress groups. Absolutely. The best. Those are the best connections for sure. Yeah. I was going to say that might be one of the nice things that to come out of this, you know, is just the reconnect, you know, definitely important at this time for sure. And I'm feeling sort of that we're coming out into, you know, a nice place. We, we all need to make some changes, I think. And it's been, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a nice avenue, I think, for, for us as to just everybody's just trying harder and we're all sort of coming together. It's kind of hopeful. We'll, we'll put some hope out there. <clears throat> well, we certainly need some hope. It's, yeah. uh, as we're recording this, uh, many states are relaxing, actively relaxing stay-at-home orders. And I expect that a number of us are wondering what the health effects are those going to be as excited as we are to get it back out in public and to help the economy, particularly retail and hospitality industries. Kaylin, I want to, I want to ask you about advice. I want to ask you one of our signature questions and it's around advice that you've been given or you've received or you've encountered maybe in a, in a book or on a sign or in a poem or somebody shared with you. What's been a big piece of advice that you've, adopted and successfully implemented in your own life? Uh, that's a, a good question. Another big question. Um, <laughs> this might be kind of funny, but um, I had a mentor at, in college and also my husband has told me this many times, but the just it's one word, just listen because I am a passionate person. I am uh, growing up. My family was always like, Kaylin, you're, you're too loud. You're talking too much. I got excessive socialization on my report card, all these fun things where I just, rah, my personality. And the best piece of advice I've ever gotten is to listen, to literally just slow down and listen. Um, and so that has been sort of something I've been, I've been kind of working on myself professionally, personally, uh, and also to just listen to myself too, you know, um, all, all three. <laughs> um, so it's definitely been something that I think has helped me not only with just hearing, you know, observing, but my reactions to things, you know, and slowly processing, um, as an Italian passionate creative, you just kind of want to change the world and you can't, so you need to listen. <laughs> yeah, and I would pass great. that advice on. <laughs> that's great advice as a, as also an Italian passionate 
uh, artistic person, creative person. I have that a lot alike. problem too. Yeah. Uh, so how do you, do you catch yourself not oh, listening yeah. and, oh, and yeah. remind yourself of that? Because I've, I don't think I've heard of the term excessive what is it excessive social excessive socialization, socialization <laughs> as a it's like anti-social distancing or something like that? I have not seen that comment before. I find that fascinating. So as somebody who's who's uh, diagnosed with that, is that a term by your fourth grade teacher? Uh, you know, it, it must not necessarily come naturally. And it probably doesn't come naturally to most of us to listen. And I think now we're, you know, spending a lot more time thinking about that word listen. I know I am. And uh, I find it very hard. And especially when you get passionate and when you get in a heated conversation and you get excited, I interrupt people and that type of thing. So how do you, do you have a, a tip on how to remind yourself of that in the moment and not afterward when you realize that you weren't listening? <laughs> <laughs> when you've already messed up, uh, is so hard. It is the hardest thing I've ever had to do honestly, um, and, and working on myself, it's, it's so hard and it's a combination of things. It, there's no one answer to that. To me, the biggest thing I think that's helped me is my, uh, meditation app, my calm app and not really for the meditation. I mean, I love meditation. It's, it's so hard. It's like, I'll never mask, but there's a breathing exercise on there that it's just time and tones. And so, you know, I've, I've done it for a few years and I've used the process of implementing because meditation is not supposed to be on the time when you're on the apps doing it. That's a training for you to actually incorporate it into your day on a daily minute by minute basis. So I've been using their techniques and incorporating them into my conversation. And I cannot tell you how many times I've had to bite my tongue and just, and I have literally like typed things out and then just deleted them. I read things three times. I take out all the exclamation points. How many exclamation points can I possibly have? Take out all this excessive noise. I dial it down to the most simplest thing in my brain before I speak and on my emails and chats. I literally just take a beat. I take a set second and I just, it's the hardest thing ever. Uh, but the breathing thing, I kind of go back to that where it's like, you're not allowed to respond until after you take a breath or something. There's some sort of like fun rule where you like, you listen and then you, you're not allowed to respond until you've taken a breath. And it's, it's this weird silence where you're going, like, you're going to want to do it and you're going to want to react, but that forces your brain to just kind of put the information together that you need. That's not going to react poorly. Um, and I've been working on that and I'm not good at it. I'm trying, I'm still trying, but, um, the hardest part is just not bursting with that passion. So, um, yeah, but I definitely recommend that app. It's got a lot of great, I'm, I'm, I've got calm and headspace, but I think calm's the best one. So That's yeah, no, yeah, I have headspace and I don't use it very often. So headspace it's is hard. different. It's, it's more of like a wake up and they do a lot of, um, like, um, exercises, like brain things. Calm is, um, calm applies it to your life. Those are the, I guess the two differences. So, um, to me, I like an application process. Like, you know, I can always lay with headphones in bed and, and listen to a meditation app, but if it trains you how to put it into your life and your schedule and, and when you need it, uh, that's, that's kind of what, what helps me. Hmm. Thanks for sharing that. That's great advice. Thanks. 
I feel like I could listen to this conversation all day long. I think there's a <laughs> lot to unpack there. Yeah. And as, as Sarah kind of touched on a little bit, certainly in an era in the United States anyway, where there's a lot of conversations going on around social justice and equality and racism and the value of black lives in American society that many of us are questioning our ability to listen in the first place and trying to develop that skill set. So thank you very much for flagging that up and for joining us today. Absolutely. So great to connect with you guys on this. And I didn't get a chance to hear much about you guys. I've been following you so long. Um, I'd love to ask you a question. Um, I heard that was allowed, right? Um, okay. I don't know that people have done that before, though. I'm getting a little bit nervous. <laughs> I promise. Oh, we edit this out if we need to. That's true. I just wondered, you know, now that you know a little bit about me and, and my journey um, in, in both WordPress and artistically, and, and you, Tara, seem like a, a much like me, um, what advice do you have for me going into this next phase of my life? You know, I'm excited to kickstart more art for people, and I'm excited to grow in the WordPress community. You know, what advice do you have for someone like me where I'm at now? Hmm. Wow, I don't know if I'm qualified to, to, to uh, answer that question. I mean, it sounds like you have a lot of good things going on and the practices that you're bringing into your life from a productivity standpoint um, are really important. And you've mentioned the, the path that you took to not beat yourself up for not getting everything done. So I think, you know, being kind to yourself sounds like something that you're working on. So I would recommend that and, um, and making sure that you do develop a habit, a practice of not working too much, right? That you, and I, I wish I could take my own advice in that regard, but you have your art. And so keep that because it's easy. I, I used to do a lot more of that and now I don't anymore. And I don't really necessarily miss it, but it's because I can't remember it. So don't let it go. I guess that would be my advice to you. Great advice. And I promise I will keep creative. <laughs> well done, Tara. Well done. <laughs> She's qualified. She's qualified. I think she is. I think she is. I think she is. I concur. Alrighty. Well, on that note, shall we call it a day here? But we are, we do say goodbye, actually, Caitlin. Let me catch myself and ask, where can people find you online to, to connect with you? Sure. And I would love that. Um, my work is at GoWP Support on all social. And my personal is at CBC Inked on all social or cbcinc.com. And I'm happy to connect with you guys. This was awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. Great to chat with you. Yes. Thanks for Bye. having me. Thanks, Kaylin. All right. Bye take for care. now. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you like what we're doing here, meeting new people in our WordPress community, we invite you to tell others about it. We're on iTunes and at hallwaychats.com. Better yet, Ask your WordPress friends and colleagues to join us on the show. Encourage them to complete the Beyond the Show form on our site to tell us about themselves.